0: Hello, my name is Ran and this is the Flow Artist Podcast. Every episode we interview inspiring movers, thinkers and teachers about how they find their flow and much, much more. I hope you're having an absolutely wonderful day. I'm doing okay myself. I was a little bit tired earlier on this week. Joe and I attended the Guiding Inner Journeys workshop with Amy Bell, and it was great, but I was exhausted by the end of the weekend. Information overload. It was wonderful meeting people who listen to the podcast, though, so big shout-out to Katie and Susan. I'm pretty excited about this week's episode. It's a recorded conversation between myself co-hosts Joe Stewart and Turuki and Yoko Nakano. I hope I pronounced that correctly. Our friend Stina Ellis joined us as well, so if you hear an American accent, that's her. We caught up with them both while we were in Tokyo recently and they were wonderful hosts who presented us with gifts when we arrived. Turuki works as a geriatric psychiatrist and Yoko as an anesthesiologist. They're both yoga teachers and the founders of Medcare Yoga. They translated Jivana Heyman's Accessible Yoga course into Japanese, and it's their mission to bring accessible yoga to Japan. 25% of Japan's population is over the age of 60, and that figure is just growing. So bringing a form of yoga to an increasingly aging population is very important in my opinion. Now before we get on with the conversation, I just wanted to tell you about a couple of things we have going on here. Firstly, we're running two workshops at our studio, Garden of Yoga, with Tim Sutter. Tim is a yoga teacher, a firefighter, and the creator of Yogafire.tv. We spoke to Tim on the podcast a few months ago, and he shared how yoga helps him deal with the stresses of being a first responder. It was a great episode, a great conversation. He'll be running these workshops on Sunday, the 24th of November. At 10am is Unleash the Wildfire, a challenging asana and breath-focused practice. Then at 1pm is Within the Embers, a yin-inspired class that is about going deep, releasing the tension and finding the calming energy in your practice. It promises to be a great day. I can't wait and I hope to see you there. Now secondly, this one's a biggie. We have two copies, yes two, of Accessible Yoga by Jivana Heyman to give away. We think this book is going to be super important for so many people so you'll want to get yourself a copy ASAP. To enter, just like our posts on Facebook and Instagram, follow Shambhala Publications on Instagram and tag a friend who you think will love this book. I'll leave links for everything I've talked about in our show notes. For now, let's get on to the conversation with Teruki and Yoko. So good to finally get the chance to meet you both. Uh, Perhaps you could both just introduce yourselves and tell us a little bit about your background and where you grew up.
1: I'm Teruki. I'm a geriatric psychiatrist and also a yoga teacher. I was born in Kanagawa prefecture. In Japan, I used to live in the Netherlands when I was 10 to 15 years old. It's because of my father's business. And you know, I was, at the time, you know, the Japanese economy was good. <laughs> then after the economic bubble was burst, I came back to Japan. I was just about high school student. Then after I finished high school, I went to um, medical school. And after the graduation, at the time, I wanted to be a transplant surgeon. Oh. I work in the United States, so I did my residency at Okinawa Because Okinawa is used to be uh, related to the uh, United States, you know so, <laughs> so that's how we met my wife and maybe <laughs> the same residency And after I started my residency, it's about six or seven months later, my father died Oh. Unfortunately, all of a sudden in the United States. So I need to bring back his body from U.S. So I thought it's not a good idea to leave my mother mm. alone in Japan to work in the United States and my father always says when i retire i would do something like that and but he couldn't do it because he died all of a sudden that experience uh, made me think i cannot wait so i thought about my life and i need to think more about my private life you know the surgery is good you know it it's good for other people, and I feel the fulfillment, but um, at the time, I sacrificed my private life, so I changed my major from surgery to psychiatry, and before changing the my major, we were living in Iwate Prefecture, it's northern part of, you know, Fukushima, right next to Fukushima Prefecture, and we experienced a big earthquake, and before I changed my major. I thought that once I quit doctor to become a strategic consultant. I applied to a few companies and March 11th, the date of the earthquake was my interview. We were were, uh, in the Shinkansen Express train and the earthquake happened and we got stuck one day in the Shinkansen. And after the, the we released we get out of the Shinkansen and walk to get on the bus that the train company prepared, it took one day to prepare the bus. You know and after we released from the Shinkansen, we went back to our apartment and we worked to save the people, those who suffered from the, the earthquakes. And that experience made me think. I cannot quit doctors, Mm -hmm. I have a mission to help people, but I also need to think about my life a little bit more than I used to. So I think about the field of medicine in Japan, the population, I mean the demography of Japan, and I thought psychiatry would be the choice. So I changed my major to become psychiatry. Then I trained all over again. I did my training at uh, one of the prestigious university hospital, Juntendo Hospital, and it took 5 years to become board certified psychiatrist. And how I met yoga is uh, <laughs> <laughs> because of my wife. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> We got married after the earthquake. We used to before we get married, it's like three or four four years together, but we didn't get married and after the earthquake and we got married we moved from Iwate to Tokyo and we get married and she used to complain so many symptoms such headaches and low back pains, which cannot specifically diagnose. There's no names for each symptoms. Just bad condition. Just bad condition. <laughs> Just not feeling good. No. Feeling good. Yeah. But after she did yoga, those symptoms are gone. Mm-hmm. Oh, That's what she said. Yeah. yeah. I was, you know, suspicious.
2: Highly trained doctor.
3: Yeah, it, it, it's, it's only That's yeah. not happening yeah, 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 yeah. to all the other people. Right.
1: That was my opinion at the time. So as a scientist, I was <laughs> looking at her quite a long time, and then I met other one and other one who said the same things. So I thought, oh. Maybe yoga is good.
2: <laughs> <laughs> With an experiment, feel so. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's later like I did And uh, but I was suspicious too. So before I trust yoga is really good for other people as a, I mean a treatment. I thought I need to research more. So that's why that's how I got interested in yoga. It's not about personal experience in studio. It's, it's from <laughs> my wife and people surrounding her. Surrounding Such her. a good example. <laughs> <laughs> so I read books and research papers, and they're persuasive. So I changed my mind, oh, yoga is good. So I advised her to do it more seriously. Like, you need to go to yoga school to become a yoga instructor. <laughs> and also, I persuaded her to become a yoga instructor, and she became a yoga instructor. But after she became a yoga instructor, nothing changed. It's a little bit different. I mean, when we graduate medical school and get a license, we can do so many things. You know? People think about us as a doctor. Uh, they ask us so many questions, and uh, things really change that... If we just graduate yoga school, nothing changed. Just, mm. just
2: get the, the certificate. certificate. Yeah, you mm-hmm. have to find your own work. Mm. Sometimes make yes. like
1: yes. it. Yes. Nothing changed. if I say I'm a yoga instructor, and the people say, hey, so what? So
3: what? <laughs>
1: <laughs> so we need to. Uh, the time passes like uh, after she get the yoga instructor, nothing changed in the past few years, but. From that time, our feeling is becoming more serious toward yoga. Uh, We need to spread the good point of yoga to the people all over the world, also in Japan, all over the world. So that's why we made uh, the organization for medical yoga, which is uh, integrating the concept of medicine and care and yoga. And we need to do it more systematically. Because when she visited like nursing facilities or community centers, and I'm a doctor and I need to teach yoga, it didn't work.
3: Mm, I mean, no. uh,
1: so why doctors doing such a good things abruptly? Uh, what are you going to sell something, something later? Mm-hmm. Or? They didn't trust us. People didn't trust. No. Now. So yoga is like a religious. Yeah. Yeah. Most, of, most of the people in Japan uh, imagine when we say yoga, most of the people in Japan remind. imagine uh, they uh, it reminds them a uh, toxic gas attack. In oh,
3: uh, remote
1: remote remote. oh, yeah. yeah. yeah.
2: Yes. Mm. People just think of a cult. Yeah. 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 Yes, yeah. Right. Uh, The first thing,
1: well, mostly it's mostly elderly people when we said the word yoga. It reminds them of the cult.
2: That association. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. So um, we need to explain the organizations and what we do. And we need our websites. And that's the story we made these organizations uh, to become more persuasive to people in Japan.
2: And I guess to show a different side of yoga, to show Mm -hmm. the more healing side, but also Mm -hmm. evidence-based results Mm -hmm. that this practice can really help people.
1: And uh, I became yoga instructor too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's about personal personal problem, I should say. She started writing some articles about yoga, and she sometimes asked me, "Is it really good? I mean, persuasive? Uh, do you think there anything wrong with those articles?" And I was reading that. It and I did not, I couldn't understand the word even Sanskrit asana. <laughs> uh, what is Tadasana? I was like, like that. <laughs> so it takes so much time for me to read those papers. So I need to go to yoga school, then I become uh, RYT uh, 200 yoga instructor, and we do the lectures, uh, the lectures we I talked about before.
2: Yeah. Oh, could you talk about the lecture again? Because
1: we were recording before. (laughs) (laughs) The lectures, uh, we started one of the missions we do is a collaboration. We collaborate with so many organizations in Japan. And one of the organizations has a project of MTY, which stands for Medicine and Therapy and Yoga, MTY. And I talked about yoga and psychiatry yesterday. It was it started 9:30 in the morning and finishes four or five, five, five o'clock. Mm-hmm. Yesterday I talked about depression and anxiety and how we take care of those patients as a yoga instructor because there are so many articles or books or classes about yoga for depression or yoga for anxiety and when we hear those words we misunderstood that yoga is a treatment and I talked about the model is different I mean the western point of view and the eastern medicine point of view is different when we talk about in the western medicine we always find what is wrong? We always find cause and fix those cause will make the situation better. That's how we think in a Western way. But when we talk about Eastern way or yoga, we think more holistically. Uh, it's like balance, and all, both mentally and physically. I think uh, the medical model is changing. We used to think about how we fix the disease, people get ill and there's health condition changes it's like a step model but lately in the field of medicine people think more gradual way people get older and their health level is getting low and low and that model is getting more close to the yoga and eastern medicine model like a kosher model kosha model and also uh, we have uh, we lately talk about the biopsychosocial model in the field of medicine. Uh, it's mostly, it's really popular in the field of psychiatry. We don't treat just disease. We always think about the background of patients, their lives, their environment. That point of view is really similar to the kosher model and other point of view of yoga, such as Patanjali's eight limbs, Mm. and um, like, you know, the tamas and rajas and sattvas, those um, balances. And I also talk about the balance, autonomic nervous system balance, the importance of autonomic nervous system. So I did a lecture about polyvagal theory in Japan, because it's getting really popular in the field of yoga. But because of uh, language problem, uh, it's still not popular in Japan. So I think it was first time doing such kind of lecture in Japan. So when I talked about the concept, people who came to the lecture was like, "Oh my god, what are you talking about?" <laughs> <laughs> first, I started talk about the depression or anxiety. They were like, "Oh, I know, I know, I know, I know, I so know," like that. But when I talked about probiotic theory, they were like. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but gradually they understood the importance of those concepts. So I will do this kind of lectures from now on.
2: So speaking of translating and bringing new yoga information to mm-hmm. Japan, mm-hmm. did you recently translate Jifuna Haman's Accessible Yoga? book? Oh yes,
1: that's just what I also did lately. But one of the mission is bring the Accessible Yoga in Japan. The Accessible Yoga is not accessible in Japan. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I uh, translate the manuals into Japanese and we're preparing to hold the first Accessible Yoga teacher training in oh, Japan. so good. Yeah. It will be in 2020 and we're planning to do it in June before Olympic. Oh
2: yeah. <laughs> 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 and so from what you were saying before about Japan's mm. aging population, mm. it seems Accessible Yoga would be particularly helpful
1: here. Yeah, I think so. Uh, that's why we are trying so hard to bring those concepts in Japan. I think the concept of the yoga for elderly people is not new no. in, in Japan. People do it privately in the community center or in the sports gym. Uh, we call it senior yoga. Senior yoga mean yoga for seniors. And it's getting popular and popular but you know it's not systematically mm. and people do it what can i say they don't know much about what they need to care about i mean uh, oh, all the different uh, health conditions the, yes, they, they, they don't know much about uh, health conditions i mean all the people has osteoporosis. they have back pains and they have hypertension or glaucoma, so many diseases. And the injuries caused by yoga, the number of injuries caused by yoga is increasing, also increasing in Japan. I think it's the uh, same in the U.S. and other mm-hmm. countries.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: So we care about the health of the elder people. So we need to do something to solve these problems. But we need to cooperate each other from all, all over the world. And I was searching the Internet, and I found the Accessible Yoga Organization. And I thought, oh, this is it.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking for yeah. it. Yeah.
1: So I sent a message to Jimena. Hello, I I'm Turkish.
3: I'm <laughs> <laughs> You're <laughs> so
1: nice. You're so <laughs> nice. Yeah, so yeah, nice. <laughs> nice yeah. um... We tried to get a teacher training from him But, you know, we have small children, two small children And it was so hard to visit the U.S. You know, we are doctors working in the daytime So we couldn't have long vacations for the teacher training And when we talked about that, the Jibana told us That there was a first teacher training in Hong Kong So, oh, Hong Kong is much Mm, near Yeah, much closer So, So, yeah, we visited Hong Kong and get the teacher training from Harsha. She's good. The juvenile was planned to visit Hong Kong. But unfortunately, there was a, a fire in, in,
2: in San Diego?
1: Near his place, there was a big fire. Oh, big bushfire! fire. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 Last, last, last year. Last, oh, year. Last, 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 year. last year. Last October. Mm. And that happened near his home, and he couldn't make it to Hong Kong. He
2: couldn't get ash.
1: And we're trying to uh, spread those concept to Japan. The another reason we're cooperating with the Accessible Yoga is that people in Japan really love the concept coming from abroad. <laughs>
3: ah,
1: <laughs> you know. <laughs> they love foreigners, but they don't speak English. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they want to learn from people abroad in Japanese.
3: <laughs>
1: so, uh, so many yoga instructors, so many yoga teachers coming from... Abroad, like Australia or US, they hold lectures, workshop, and there's mm. always a translator.
2: Yeah. yeah,
1: and the teacher speak in English and translate uh, translate it into in Japanese. Japanese. <laughs> that kind of lecture is really popular, mm. and people really like it. If we do same things, or if we do it much better in Japanese, people don't come mm. because they want to learn from foreigners. Mm. They still believe. Oh, not
3: exotic enough. <laughs> <laughs>
1: they still believe that good ideas coming from outside of Japan.
0: Hello, Run popping in just to let you know about our Patreon page. Patreon is a way that you can help support the podcast for just $1 a month pocket change. Higher tiers get access to extra special content as well as a listing on our website and a shout out on the podcast. Speaking of which, an extra special thank you to Deborah Williams, our latest supporter. Thank you so, so much. We also use these funds to transcribe our favourite episodes so they're accessible to the hearing impaired or anyone who would prefer to read our interviews. If you enjoy our conversations with amazing teachers, we would love your support. Just go to patreon.com slash flowartistpodcast. If you'd like to support in other ways, it is easy. Just share our episodes on social media or you can rate, review or subscribe to us in your favourite podcast app. It really helps. That is more than enough from me. Let's get back to our conversation with Teruki and Yoko.
2: It seems like yoga therapy in Japan is really innovative and there are a lot of studies going on. Like it almost seems like Japan is quite cutting edge in (laughs) yoga therapy.
1: Yeah, I think so. But what people do as a scientist, as a researcher, and what the yoga instructors do in the yoga studio, it's so much different. Pretty different. (laughs) (laughs) So So the people who do yoga, Every day in the yoga studio want to learn something from people outside of Japan. It's a trend, mm-hmm. and no, we thought it would be strategically it would be much better for us to cooperate with those organizations to spread the nice concept in Japan. It's much faster mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and uh, It's also good for us, you know because of the accessible yoga, we can meet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and through the organization of Brüyé Yoga, we could know so many people all mm. over the world. So it's also good for us.
2: Yeah, you get to be part of a community as well. Yes, yes. Mm. they inspired so, us yeah. a lot. Mm. Yeah. So one of
1: the another mission we do is making communities, and we want to raise the social capital of the communities because loneliness is not good for health. Mm. Yeah, it, it's like smoking cigarettes. Mm maybe you have read those kind of articles Mm. we want to change that people don't feel loneliness so by making those communities uh, it's not about yoga I mean uh, there are so many communities uh, so we don't push them to do yoga we just want to make communities and if they want to do yoga maybe we can teach and if they just chat or sing, you know, with karaoke or something like that. Uh, uh, it's, it's, it's good. Ed- <laughs> 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 it's good. So we're trying to make those communities that we want to... There are so many co- small communities, but the one of the problem is they do it on their own. they are not connections.
3: Mm-hmm. So we
1: want to connect those communities. Uh, that's what we want to do in the future. We do it right now, but we need people who do it together.
2: And maybe there are people lonely at home who don't even know there's a community nearby that they can join. Exactly. Mm. And that's
1: a problem. Mm. And yoga is also good. It's not just about the people who suffer. It's also good for people who care those people.
2: Caregibu.
1: Caregivers. Mm-hmm. Uh, this point is really missing in Japan. I mean, they don't care about... People who care. So, uh,
2: I think in Australia as well. Oh, really? Yeah, carers mm-hmm. receive a very low wage mm-hmm. and have quite hard working conditions, and they do such an important job. Mm-hmm.
1: So, uh, carers care. We want to use yoga as a tool for the carers care. This we talk about lately to the people. I mean, uh, I'm a geriatric psychiatrist, so then I visit. The people's house and I treat the patient but then um, I also talk to their families and they look depressed I mean, mm-hmm. the taking care of the people who has nature is really hard so when I found that Kara has mentally tired mental problems I talked to them about importance of breathing and short sequence about yoga and how to reduce their stress and I also talked to them uh, you can do it together with your father or with the mother. That's a good point of yoga. Low cost. Mm. Mm. Uh, do it. They can do it together.
3: Every Every yeah. Do it at home. Yeah, using chair,
2: mm. mud, wherever. Mm. Mm. Mm.
1: So we are trying to make yoga uh, as accessible as possible. Mm.
2: Mm. Uh, I think as well, especially if it's a carer caring for a family member, they forget to even look after themselves. They always feel like they're not doing enough Mm. to care. And to be able to look after someone else, like you need energy and you need Mm. rest and you need to take time for yourself. You're right. So, in Japan, mm. I'm hearing a lot from you about accessible yoga and community yoga and the really healing, nurturing side of yoga. In studios, is mm-hmm. that what people come for? Or is there also like the fitness side of yoga and the more what we mm. see on Instagram? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm. I think it's the same. situation is the same in
1: Japan. I mean, the, when people hear the word yoga, it reminds them the skinny, mm. flexible yoga. Yes, uh, yes. <laughs> uh, there's uh, some famous magazines of yoga and young skinny lady. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> then I flip the page and, oh, young skinny lady. So there's <laughs> never showing up then, the elderly people who sit on a chair and doing yoga. This kind of the uh, pictures never showing up.
3: Maybe think- it's, it's because it's not photogenic. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> so I think that uh, it's a problem. Uh, but you know, as I said, uh, the demography of Japan is changing. The number of young ladies is decreasing. Mm. So mm-hmm. the, from the economic point of view, the yoga market is shrinking mm. from those... Uh, young ladies so there's so many people in japan is trying to get the old people to do yoga and the senior market is growing mm. uh, but the yoga magazines are still concentrating on those young people because one of the reasons is that elderly people don't buy. Right. They're in my yoga magazines <laughs> <visa. laughs>
3: <laughs> Of
2: course, also. Although, you just wrote an article for Yoga Journal Japan recently, right?
1: She writes articles in the, one of the yoga companies in Japan. It's called the Yoga Generation.
3: Oh, Yoga Generation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I wrote about ah yoga for senior. She
1: regularly writes the articles about yoga and medicine. It's about what we need to care about when we support the student. I mean, physically support the student. What we need to worry about, or uh, do we need really need to touch uh, mm. uh, student, or how often do we need to clean up the yoga mat? Yoga mat. <laughs> <laughs> Or she also writes about articles. Oh, I forgot. She wrote so many
3: articles. <laughs> <laughs> you do so much, Yoko. <laughs> <laughs> the latest article is about, you know, I'm working. multi uh,
2: Multitasking. <laughs> so I cannot remind Already working on the next uh, article.
3: <laughs> yoga for seniors, senior generations. Yoga for students, they have... Neck pain or yoga
1: mat for cleaning? Case-based studies. Mm. Uh, What we can do to the student who has neck problems, Mm. or or back problems, or...
3: With diabetes? uh, Diabetes, uh, yeah. yeah. What
1: we need to do as a yoga instructor when uh, the student collapses suddenly.
2: Oh, yeah.
1: uh, Mm. She talked about those kind of articles.
2: And so, with your work, with Medicare yoga, are hospitals in Japan receptive to yoga or is it quite separate? Like yoga is something you do in your home and in the hospital it's very much conventional medical treatment.
1: Even as a doctor, it's really hard to do yoga at a hospital. There are so many trends. I mean, the yoga therapists. number of yoga therapists is growing in Japan, but the problem is they have no place to provide their therapy.
2: Yeah, yeah that's so it doesn't
1: fit into the hospital model. No, not fit in the hospital model because of the one of the problem is about the privacy, and mm. um, another problem is about safety. Mm-hmm. It's because people who works in Japan, uh, doctors and nurses, don't trust the people who does yoga. I mean, yoga therapist. You know, the quality is so much different. Mm. Yeah. I don't blame all of them is not good. That's not what I want to say. But some people do not have enough basic medical knowledge. So they sometimes do bad things to all the people unintentionally. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's a problem. And another problem is about money. I mean, physiotherapists. There are already physiotherapists in Japan. Mm -hmm. And they provide physiotherapy. And it's covered by the national medical fee. It's a national system. And... If doctors treat patient, we can ask the Japanese government to pay the money for those each act. And what we do is everything has money. Mm-hmm. I mean, I treat one patient, and it's some amount of monies. And physiotherapists provide physiotherapy, it's cost some amount of money. But when the yoga therapist provide yoga, we don't have rules. Mm-hmm. I mean, we don't ask. The money to the Japanese government.
2: Yeah, it's not part of that system. Not
1: part of the system, exactly. So I think it's a major reason that the yoga therapists cannot go into the hospitals. I mean, there is no rules, so the hospitals. Yoga therapists cannot ask for the money to the hospitals. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And And, it's
2: probably not even a place for them to practice.
1: No, Mm -hmm. and uh, of course, uh, yoga therapists cannot ask money for the patient. There's already a physiotherapist in Japan. They um, most, mostly they work in hospitals and they provide physiotherapy. And why? So the manager of the hospital think why do we need additionally to do it? Mm. With less strict training. Yeah. Yeah. So do you
2: think maybe the place for the yoga therapist in Japan is when the patient has left hospital Mm. and they're coming home Mm. and to continue to have that support from someone who sees them as a whole person and Mm. looks after their emotional well-being as well as giving them some physical movement? Mm. Do you think maybe that would be a place Mm. where yoga therapy could fit in better with the Japanese health system?
1: Basically People in Japan, I mean, the patient in Japan is dependent on doctors and Mm -hmm. nurses. Um, So it's their
2: advice. Mm -hmm. Yes.
1: And um, they want medicines Mm. to get better. It's because um, cheap, not expensive. I mean, uh, between 10% and 30% depend on their earnings. They only need to pay their medical cost of 10% or or 30%. And the rest of the cost is covered by the Japanese government. That's the Japanese systems. Mm -hmm. So the medicine, like anxiolytics or antidepressants and sleeping pills, is not expensive in Japan. So when people get those kind of symptoms, I mean anxiety or insomnia, they don't trust the breathing, Mm -hmm. sleep slowly or... What they do is they visit hospitals. Hey dog, give me some pills. That's what they do. So after they discharge the hospital and they're living in the house, and if they have those problems, and the yoga therapist set the monies, maybe it's more expensive than they visit the clinics. Mm. And the patient need more effort. Yeah, they have to do that. the practices. Yeah, mm. that's, a, that's a problem. And if the yoga therapist set the same amount of the money, if the patient visit the clinics, I think yoga therapist cannot live. Yeah, w- it's not enough. No, not enough. I mean, yes, yes, it's not enough. I think uh, in uh, in a realistic way, uh, the uh, occupational therapist or physiotherapist provide. Yoga. I mean, uh, there are so many num number uh, occupational therapists you, uh, or physiotherapists is going to the yoga oh. studio to get OOT, mm. and they are doing yoga as one of the their physical therapies or occupational therapies. So the yoga therapist will never be integrated into Japanese healthcare system. That's my opinion.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It makes sense, though, what you're saying. If people already have a system that is very affordable mm-hmm. and very conventional, who would go exploring other avenues that cost more and you have to work harder? I guess that's why it's so good that you are giving the lectures that you are giving and mm-hmm. raising the profile of yoga mm-hmm. in Japan and mm-hmm. also raising the level of training of yes. everyday mm-hmm. yoga mm-hmm. teachers. Mm-hmm. So
1: Even as a doctor, uh, when the patient complains about their anxieties or sleeping problems, when I said, Oh, you need to breathe slowly, and once I said, they were looking
2: like I'm oh, weird <laughs> <laughs> what are <you> talking about <laughs> I have another question, yes. which is a bit different. So, I know that there's a very long history of meditation mm. and Zen Buddhism mm. in Japan. Mm. Is there any connection between the meditation communities that have been in Japan for such a long time and the yoga community?
1: It's growing more and more popular. Yoga is getting more and more popular. And uh, one trend is doing yoga at temples. Ah!
3: That's
1: uh, one trend. Uh, Buddhist priest? Buddhist priest? Priest, priest. priest of the Buddhist. Mm-hmm. is getting more and more interested in yoga. And they're trying to mix zazen, zazen and yoga. It's getting more popular and popular in Japan. You know that there are so many kind of Buddhists in Japan. Mm. Yeah, and some of the Buddhists don't do the you know zazen mm-hmm. kind of meditation. So some of the, the Buddhists, yeah, Sakti, yeah. Some of the sects which do zazen. Uh, is really trying to uh, interpret the yoga concept because we're not religious Mm. (laughs) and we (laughs) don't visit uh, temples regularly it's only (laughs) when our family dies or uh, those kind of anniversary Mm. like um, first year Mm. after or family died, or three years, seven years, or 13 years, something like that. So, those sect want to become popular. Oh, they really? want
3: <laughs> to get the to <laughs> They
1: want to feel more accessible. Mm. Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> more accessible. You know,
1: there was a. Uh, people used to visit those places like um, more in the past, but we feel distant from those uh, temples now, so they want to change those cultures, I think.
2: Mm. And it would be such a beautiful place to practice yoga, in a beautiful temple. Mm. I have another question. So Tokyo is very busy Mm. (laughs) and very hectic. Mm. Do you think that yoga is particularly important for people who live in such a busy city to have that Mm. peace of mind and that quiet space?
1: No, exactly. I think it's really important, especially people living in such a busy cities and uh, one of the good points of yoga is uh, yoga is not just about asana we can do you know breathing those breathing things or short meditation or even the asana uh, when we just sit on a chair or lie on the bed in the Taking short a tree yeah. Yeah.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so um, I want people to um, know the good point of yoga yeah, because uh, most of the people imagine that yoga as um, exercise, Arabic exercise. So we want people to know that there are so many aspects of yoga and especially the people who feel stressed, they can ease their stress by breathing slowly. So I think it's really good for people in the busy city. Mm. But I still cannot imagine you know that Japanese train is so crowded and
3: <laughs> everyone
1: in the <laughs> train
3: is doing
2: the deep freezing. <laughs>
3: although
2: um, we went exploring on our first day and mm. we, overnight flight, we were really tired yeah. and we found ourselves in this really beautiful park mm. as it Shinjuku Park?
1: Shinjuku Ah,
2: Park. Yes. That's beautiful. beautiful. And so we were just lying on the grass, the grass was nice and soft, Uh, lots of Japanese people around just taking Mm -hmm. time to relax Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. me and Ran started doing a bit of yoga Mm -hmm. and this older couple who were next to us were like looking at us and like (laughs) having a little laugh and then they started doing some yoga (laughs) as well, so that was really nice.
0: I guess I have one more question. Right, that's a big question. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, if you could take everything you've learned and, and know about yoga or, or anything really, if you had one lesson you wanted to spread to the world, what would that one thing be?
1: I want people uh, all over the world to know that uh, we, not only us, but people in Japan is trying to make yoga more and more accessible. So if you're uh, interested in what we do and what people in Japan do, uh, please feel free to contact us. Uh, we want people to, we want uh, someone to uh, cooperate with each other. That's what we want to say.
2: Oh, thank you so much. Mm, thank, you thank you so much. much for taking the time to talk to us today that and pre- serving seasonal <laughs> treats. <that are> so <laughs> vegan. <laughs> And for all of the wonderful work that you're doing to help teachers and to help people in Japan and just to share this practice. Thank you very much. Thank Thank
0: you. you. I hope you enjoyed that conversation with Teruki and Yoko Nakano. The part where Teruki spoke about the Fukushima earthquake, it really moved me. That would have been quite an experience. I also think that Japan is only a little bit ahead of Australia when it comes to an aging population so it's really important stuff to think about there. Alright our next episode is an interview with current president of Yoga Australia Leanne Davis. It's a great conversation and Leanne has particularly interesting things to say about the current state of Yoga Australia today so look out for that episode in one week. Our theme song is Baby Robots by Soul, and is used with permission. Get his music from GoSoul.BandCamp.com Joe and I wish to honour the elders of these wisdom traditions that have been passed down to us over thousands of years and we also wish to honour the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation, the traditional owners of the land where this podcast was recorded in Melbourne, Australia. Thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate you spending your precious time with us. Aroha nui. Big, big love.